Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about and reviewing the new animated film from a video game manufacturer, the Super Mario Bros. movie. This came out this year, 2023. Many directors involved in this film, as I guess that's probably a a common thing for some animated films. Uh, But the directors of this film, Aaron Horvath, Michael Jelinek, uh, Pierre Luduk, and Fabian Pollock. The writer, only one writer. It's very weird. Usually one director, multiple writers a lot of times. This one, a little flip-flop. The writer of this film is Matthew Fogel. Uh, stars the voice talent of this film. Uh, Jack Black, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anya Taylor-Joy, Fred Armisen, Seth Rogen. Uh, as, uh, along with many others, uh, voice talent in this. Sebastian Maniscalco played, was one of the voices as well. Uh, The plot summary for the Mario Bros. movie, a plumber named Mario travels through an underground labyrinth with his brother Luigi trying to save a captured princess, which that's not even true. The, The plot summary from IMDb is describing... Fake news. This is... Luigi was the one that the princess and Mario are going to save. Uh, So, I don't know. Maybe I missed the part where she gets caught. Either way, uh, this movie didn't really have high expectations for this movie. Sorry, my voice is a little scratchy there. Uh, didn't have high expectations for this movie. I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. Wasn't expecting much, so it nailed that. Uh, you know, this is a great kids movie. Uh, doesn't really try to transcend that in any way, unlike other kids movies might try to do, like the Lego movie. Uh, but it is a fun watch that you can just shut your brain down and just enjoy the bright, colorful visuals. Great background uh, movie. Great. I'm. You know, it's a good movie for. It's definitely a kids' movie, and it's it's seems perfect for that. Most kids I know, as I was a kid, watching movies, rewatching movies constantly. This one, because it's such a good, I would imagine, good background movie. Uh, it wouldn't get. Uh, too overwhelming with uh constant rewatches uh but as far as my relationship with the mario brother video game franchise one of my early childhood memories was going to a fish and chips place that had a super mario arcade game in it and playing the super mario brothers video game 
that way the first time before I got a Nintendo. Eventually got a Nintendo, as most kids who grew up in the 80s and 90s had. Uh, the original NES Nintendo Entertainment System that came with Mario slash Duck Hunt on the single cartridge that it came with. Uh, and you got the Duck Hunt little light, light gun, uh, which was fun. I loved both of those games. You know, I had other games as well. But the Mario game, the classic Mario game, was a lot of fun. Obviously, over the years growing up, played Mario Brothers 2. We're introduced new characters like the princess and the toadstool guy and the, all these other characters. And then Mario 3 came out with the raccoon suit where you could fly. And that's kind of where I end my relationship with the Mario Brother video game franchise. Uh, played some of the spin-off games at friends' houses uh, like Mario Kart, Dr. Mario, things like that. Uh, but didn't really ever get into those games. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. Despite what I would consider an average kind of exposure to these characters from my childhood, this movie, I think, delivers on, you know, integrating many of those elements from the game's characters and other elements as well. Uh, the worlds, the mushrooms, the flowers, the stars, all of those elements that were present in the video games are, you know, adequately represented and fleshed out and understood in this game, which I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the world that I was in watching this movie. And it was a fun, light experience, right? The story, not really any, have any depth to it, very similarly to the video game, right? We must go save dot, dot, dot in the video game. You're saving the princess in this. I swear I don't remember the princess getting captured. Maybe Bowser did capture. The, the truth of the matter is I was very not into this movie i was zoned out for a lot of this movie because there's no real story that i cared about uh, but most of it was them going princess and mario going to save luigi and bowser having some obsession with wanting to marry the princess despite the fact that they come from warring factions they're they're people are are at mortal enemies of each other but bowser for whatever reason has an obsession with wanting to marry the princess and like i said unlike other movies like the lego movie this movie not really trying to elevate in any way not really trying to say anything of interest it is just your basic kids adventure uh with absolutely gorgeous visuals right packed full of references but nothing that hooked me in any way. I was 
it, it was just effortless for me to completely zone out while this movie was on. So it's a movie I'm sure kids would love, especially rewatching. Uh, and, you know, it, as an adult, I would say not painful to watch, as I'm sure many kids' movies can be, especially played on on repeat as often as kids like to. But you're not, it's not like a movie that an adult audience or older audience will get a whole lot out of, I would say. Um, you know, great background movie, right? I could see this being on in waiting rooms where, ch like, ch where children, like in doctor's offices and dental offices and, and daycare and substitute teachers putting this on in the background because they don't want to do anything. Like, I could see this being put to use in a lot of ways because it's visually stunning and does enough to captivate, uh, you know, at least with the visuals and a basic story. Which, the visuals are gorgeous. Very colorful, very vibrant. So I did enjoy that. Minor issues story could have been more interesting right give me something to compare to care about i'm also kind of overdosed on chris pratt in general being like he is being shoved in my face as like hollywood is desperate to convince me convince people that he is a good leading man and i don't buy it not that his performance in this was bad. It, he was fine, a lot better than I thought it would be. I enjoyed him in the Lego movie, which, you know, kind of interesting. But all the other movies he's in, all the, the Jurassic Park movies, these, like, war movies, like, he's not, I don't know. I just, I, I'm so tired of Chris Pratt in everything. So, I just seeing him in this again also i didn't wasn't a big fan of seth rogan as donkey kong in this it's just him and chris pratt i'd say chris pratt more so is the same in everything he's not it's not like he disappears into a role he's just chris pratt from the same guy from parks and rec which i liked him in parks and rec didn't at first and then his character changed and you like him more but then now he's just in everything, and I'm kind of just tired of it. So, but I did enjoy the other voice actors. Charlie Day as Luigi was a lot of fun, uh, even though he wasn't really in a lot of the movie. Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess I thought was good. Jack Black I, th I thought was a great Bowser. But I do want to touch on a few spoilers, not too many. It's kind of hard to spoil a movie that non not very consequential if you know details but a warning nonetheless uh the way this movie opens it's a spoiler warning the way this movie opens i thought was fun it's this tv ad kind of a head fake making you think oh no they're doing the stereotypical italian it's a me luigi and also doing a very cheesy rap and then finding out that it's just their advertisement that they put together to advertise their new business of being plumbers. I thought that was a fun head fake at the beginning of this. 
is take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. Uh, starting off in the real world, kind of, you know, more grounded reality. And then being sucked into this fantasy world, I thought was fun. The training montage when Princess is training Mario kind of triggered me a bit. Reminding me of kind of how frustrating playing the Mario Brothers game was at times. Where it's just like... You just kept dying just over and over again. And the montage is him failing over and over again while trying to learn how to navigate this new world. The idea that Bowser is going to, is like obsessed with marrying the princess despite the fact that they, they're mortal enemies didn't really make... I didn't... I, I, I don't know. It just... It just is stupid. It was stupid. The Peaches song, obviously great. Could potentially be best original song. Who knows? I love Jack Black. Uh, so that, all everything he's doing, I, I enjoy in this. Mario trying to find Luigi, Luigi with the princess. I totally got distracted throughout this entire movie. It just, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Uh, but I really couldn't care less because there's no... It's just like they're on a journey to go find Luigi and they're going through the different worlds so that you can see all the different characters that were in the different games. And they ch like the ch Donkey Kong challenges Mario and Mario has to beat him in this competition fight thing for some reason because it probably is a reference to one of the video games. I just I just I don't know. I was so not at all. Aside from the visuals, I could care less about the story of this movie. The only part, the one part, the one aspect of this movie that I really did love was this baby blue flame. I think it was a flame. Maybe it was a star that's in one of the cages that's in the prison, Bowser's prison. The darkly comedic, like, depressed little blue flame or whatever that character is. I love that. I loved the dark humor of that. I loved how that character was so happy to finally die. Uh, that aspect of this movie was probably my favorite aspect, that little character. But overall, the plot is as complex as the game, which is to say not at all. But a lot of great visuals loaded with references, ultimately forgivable, though. And it's, you know... For that say, those same reasons, I think it makes sense why it's so successful. I mean, you could play this movie in any language, and you don't have to know the language, 
and you understand what's happening on screen. It's not really communicating complex ideas through this movie. So it makes sense that it's made so much money. Like the, the dimmest of brain activity could understand what's going on in this movie, which is ultimately eye candy with a lot of visual references to video games. So that's the culture we're in. If it's got a pre-existing IP, then that's they're halfway there to people liking it. Uh, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see this on TVs in businesses as background. You know, and it would make sense, like, for those of age, I would say this is probably... I could see this movie being on the background at parties. I could see this movie being a great movie to put on if you're super high. Because you don't have to worry about following some complex narrative. You can just kind of mentally unplug and just stare at the beautiful visuals. Which is an activity that's fun to do when you're, when you're baked. So I could see the utility in this as well as just why it's entertaining to so many people uh but other than that it's it's kind of an empty it's like it's eye candy there's no nutritional value to this movie uh but it, it was fun it was fun i didn't hate it which is great uh but also could barely care enough to pay attention i feel bad that this review probably the shortest review i've done in years is so lacking but i can't help the fact that this movie didn't really have a whole lot to talk about but i did it i did enjoy it i did enjoy it as it, it does what it's trying to do and it's not trying to do a whole lot the visuals were great uh, but you know i don't i don't need to see a, a sequel to this although i wouldn't be surprised if they did I'm tired of Chris Pratt once more, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this this very short review of the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, tuning into this episode of the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on this movie. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews, and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder if you are watching this. Until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.